You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Hello and welcome to Creatively Geeky. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. This is episode number three. Uh, we are still in the midst of the coronavirus and is, we're, that's probably going to be the case for quite a while. So um, that being said, I am joined tonight by our uh, usual crew. We've got Jennifer. We've got Chris. Uh, we've got Ray. What are we laughing at? Hey, you've got, you've a, got laser a laser on your head. head. I have a laser on my head. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that Christy? Oh, yes, that would be Christy. Well done, Christy. <laughs> we could see a red like blur yeah. on your camera. I was wondering about that. Thank you, Christy. I thought I was just messing wow. up the intro again, which I've already done a couple no. times. So, anyway, we've got our usual crew tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so we won't get we won't get updates from a couple of our people. Hopefully, we'll find out what's going on with them uh, later on. But in the meantime, would anyone like to talk about? The update to what they were working on from last time. Do you need a reminder uh, of what, what you said? Yes. <laughs> All right. So that's actually a good idea. Maybe I should just start running through that. So last go. time we met, Ray said he was going to make a list of songs that he was going to eventually start working uh, working to learn to play. Um, I said I was going to be working on my Proton Pack. Chris said she was working on an embroidery kit. <sighs> Jennifer said she was going to wrap up her bonus episode. Lauren said she was working on a cricket video. And Sean was working on building stuff. Um, and he so supposedly with, did his taxes. And supposedly he did his taxes, correct. Exactly. Um, he crap offline. <laughs> that, so with that being said, would anyone like to go first? I'll go first because I right, remember Chris. what happened to that embroidery project. <laughs> I remember so what, too. So what's, what's going on with that? I threw it in the fire. What? <laughs> what happened? Oh, it was hilarious. I was so mad okay so i was you know i'm like i knit i can crochet i like doing things with my hands embroidery um would be perfect so i would <clears throat> i ordered this thing online some little embroidery kit it was little constellations and i'm like okay this will take me like a half an hour this looks great i love constellations whatever so i ordered it i finally got to it i started doing it and i'm like oh oh hmm. and then there's this little points that you're supposed to do these things called French knot. So all the TikTok and Instagram photos of uh, videos I've ever seen of a French knot, I'm like, okay, I can do this. And I start doing it. Well, it just pulls right through and it keeps pulling through. And like eight stars later, I'm not even halfway done. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And these instructions suck. I have to put this down. So I put it down and I'm like, Ray, it's going in the fire. The whole thing's going in the fire. I offer, I'm like, do you want nope. me to try? No, nope. because if he would have done it, I would have been pissed. <laughs> like, what did you do? It was so magical so, that I can do. It's just so, one of those little things, the circles, yeah, that kind it, of embroidery thing where you, or, or, or am I thinking of something else? Okay. No, okay. no, it's like cross-stitch and embroidery, so you pull it tight over in this hoop ring, and you just yeah. embroidery design. Oh, it man. was that had it already on there and stuff, and I think I managed to get, like, three French knots, but couldn't figure out what I'd done differently from the other attempts I'd done. And I was looking at this project. I'm like, I don't want to finish it. I'm so mad right now. So I, the next I would, day. I so wouldn't have thought it had been that complicated. I've never done one though. Neither so. did I. I'm like, this will be soothing. It'll be something to take my, no, it was rage. <laughs> it was rage inducing. So I have since, funny. 
I have been in similar situations with projects, so I totally get it. Oh, no, yeah. If I had a fireplace, it would have gone in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was very satisfying to watch it burn. So instead, I've made all of these washcloths because oh, cool. awesome. I shut my mind off and make them. And they're nice. crocheted? Uh, are, are they crocheted with your, out of yarn? They're knitted with cotton knitted. yarn. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're, those they're, are like naturally abrasive, right? Yeah, well, this one specifically has a little like they must have frayed the fabric, like the yarn on purpose to make it a scrubby part mixed in with the regular cotton yarn. So it's like you oh. got your next green life hack for sustainably geeky. Making <laughs> dishcloths because I'm almost out. And I wanted a hat made out of that. And she's like, no, no, no like, yeah, you can't make cool. that. Kind of, it stretches too much. Cotton yarn stretches way too much for that kind of nonsense. So you just make it a little tighter. So that it works out well for scrubbing stuff. I'm assuming the, the action doesn't wear it out too bad. And then when you wash it, it causes it to re. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go ahead and like scrub baked on stuff. It's uh -huh. just a little extra texture to get. Yeah, you know, little bits off, and then okay. you wash them in. Yeah, so whatever they've done to it, I haven't used it yet. I, but this is what I've been doing because it's easy and I know how to do it, and it doesn't make me want to throw it in my fireplace. <laughs> By the way, work. that scrubbing thing I got when I was visiting y'all, it works really well. Oh um, yeah, it's, that, it's that, like that yeah, it's like it's like a regular rag or something, but it's like burnt or something where it's hard, you know. It almost mm -hmm. feels like plastic, and it scrubs the dishes. So that's what I use now, and it's reusable. Nice. Cool. Anyways, caveat. Yeah. Uh, so I threw my I threw my project in the fire, and I shall not be attempting any embroidery projects hence so Check so that one off the list. Yeah. There, there goes my Christmas gift for. Her. <laughs> hey, can I return this? Giant yeah. <laughs> Ray, what about nope, you? How, how are you on your it. song list? So uh, I do have a song list. Um, he just wrote out now. I wrote, well, it's been in my head for a bit. I'm like, oh, shit, I better write these down. <laughs> I better write these down. But, but I will go one further. I'm going to go one further. I did learn a new song. You did, um, yes. Well, yes, I was like, fuck it. Uh, it was one day, I remember it was like crappy out. I didn't really want to do anything. I'm like, you know what? I got to get this guitar. And so I grabbed the guitar and I kind of was goofing around with chords. I'm like, I got it out. I might as well learn something. Mm -hmm. So I uh, looked up on YouTube, found a tutorial and uh, started playing Monkey Wrench by Foo Fighters and uh, goofing around with that, which is pretty fun. So I can't wait to actually go down in the basement of the new house and get the amp on and actually like really rock out and uh, and get it a little louder. <laughs> you can't chip up and down, though. In the basement, I can jump up and down. You can't. You're going to hit your head on the ceiling. Well, if I go between the rafters, I'll be all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's going to make your whole, like, new house cave in. He's just going to hit the wrong spot, and it's going to fall <laughs> down. Now nah, we're homeless. Sorry. It's like, It'll be worth it. It would be worth it. So, yeah, Monkey, Monkey Wrench Foo Fighters. That was the first one. New one that I had never learned before, and I really wanted to learn it. Um it's it's going to take some time, obviously, to, to get it under control, but anyway. Uh, we should have one, you play a song for us on a future episode. Shit. Yes, you should. I, I, will, I will. I may not do it live, but I may. I've been toying with the idea of actually recording it and putting it on a YouTube channel. And, and then at least it's there. 
for, mm-hmm. for proof that I'm following through. Nice. So, <laughs> um, so that was that one. Uh, when I come around Green Day, uh, it's one that I used to know in high school and I want to relearn mm-hmm. it. So, I remember that. Um, my hero from Foo Fighters. I love the song. I know the basics of it. I just got to nail it down a bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, times like these from the Foo Fighters as well. It's a really good. You need to uh, see a theme here. Oh yeah, no, the next two are Green Day. Nineties uh, and early aughts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> basket case uh, from Green Day's first album, and then I had to put this one on. It was one that I really didn't think about, but it's it's when it came out, it was so relevant, and it's still relevant. Which kind of sucks. Which kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> Sorry. American Idiot by Green Day. I was Day. gonna say American Idiot. I don't blame you for that one, honestly. I love that song. It's a good song. <laughs> syllables. But it's yep. a good rock out of song. And I think the reason why you like those songs so much is those are all power chord songs. Oh yeah, they They're are all power chord. Songs. Can, can I and request? Uh, can I put in a request for uh, Bare Naked Ladies? Absolutely. Which one? Any bare naked ladies? If I had a million dollars. Well, that's my favorite, but any would do. Yeah, I love that song. It's a great duet. I will look into that one. It's overplayed up here. Okay, a different one is fine, too. I like all those. Well, there's a reason why. So the, the, uh, the Canadian Broadcasting, well, not CBC, but the... Uh, these the anyway, rules. The, the rules the, the rules up here for a radio broadcast and you have to play 30 percent canadian content so bare naked ladies oh, okay. is just keeps getting played over well because well celine dion and <laughs> no celine dion's not played that much believe it or not uh, <laughs> we've got it's it's bare naked ladies uh marianne's trench lover boy brian adams there's some weekends there's like a big brian adams yeah. Throwback weekend is like his. You know what? Stuff. Tragically hip. I gotta do tragically some tragically hip. hip as well. My list is growing. I like this. Little BTO. Uh, guess who? But there, there are some really like. Um, Rush. Ugh. Uh, old apartment. <laughs> Can't stand. No, Rush. I don't enjoy. Rush, There's such but. a standard '80s band in Canada, but I can't. Oh, no. I can't. Um, you can always old... play some Justin Bieber because you know he is Canadian. <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> no, I think they uh, gave him up. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. we're, we're letting y'all keep that one. No, we didn't no, no, take. No, no. I didn't oh. say we were taking him. They just, I just said they gave oh, him up. American, American. He married the, an American. The rule was when Whatever. we won the when we won the gold medal. The the deal was whoever won the gold this. medal in hockey, they 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 got to <laughs> say right. no. But who the loser right. of the gold medal round had which to was it. America had to take Justin Bieber. So. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, so Bare Naked Ladies, uh, I love the old apartment. It's mm. it's one that I can listen to over and That's over again. Song. So I'll put that one down. I like that one and I like it was in a dangerous time. Yes, which was a uh a cover, cover of a Bruce And I actually um, prefer that. You could do the uh Big Bang. <laughs> That's a really fast song. It is Good. Fast song. <laughs> He's got to learn how to sing and play at the same time. Though. That's that's something that, that I'm yeah, that sounds good. So Quinny can play the drums and sing at the same time. Yeah, he's a jerk. <laughs> Dude. No, seriously. So uh, we uh, we, we got it. He we, was like seven or eight when we yeah. started drum lessons with him. We uh we got told by his teacher. He, he the teacher pulled us aside and he's like, so he sang and played at the same time. We're like. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, cool. And he's like, yeah, no, I can't do that. 
So fuck him. Doing stuff yeah. I can't even do. Yeah, musicians make like, it look oh, so easy. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah. so easy. Yeah. So, yes, that that's kind of my update on that one. I was I was pretty happy. Uh, and because you were doing that, Logan busted yeah. out our keyboard and color coded it so she could play Bohemian Rhapsody, and she's Aww. got like all the way up to before the rock out part. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. So, which I will definitely want to. Session of that sometimes. The oh, whole yeah. family. I know, right? <laughs> It'll probably be just a video it of her door. And her yeah. playing behind it. She doesn't like being Aww. on camera. No, she hates well, it. Yeah. She put a mask over. Know, right? There's a lot of masks <laughs> these days. <laughs> well, everybody's wearing those masks. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. So, so, Jen, uh, how are you with uh, your bonus episode? Although I already know the answer to this one. <laughs> it's out. Thanks for asking. Uh, I got the bonus episode and the regular episode out. So we we did that one, I think, two weeks ago. And then our normal uh, monthly episode got, went out, yes, two days ago. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we're just pumping out the Sustainably Geekies. Um, and I got the next one lined up, doing the test call next week. And then we'll record, I guess, the week after. Jesus, it never ends. A uh, couple quick things on that one. Number one, um, this last episode y'all did was like that was a hell of an episode. I still can't believe y'all got like when you were like, oh yeah, he's like the guy for the entire state. I'm like, what? Nice. Yeah. Um, the second thing is, have you watched the video version yet? No. Why? Okay. Well, Why? Uh, Jennifer re-recorded the intro because you know the numbering was off. <laughs> um, yeah. And I was like. I'm just going to give this a shot and see how this works out. You so if you, go, if you go watch the video version, you will literally see Jennifer going, hi, I'm Jennifer. This is episode 23. <laughs> 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 but it, I've, but I showed it to Christy and she's just like, and, and I'm like, you didn't really notice. She goes, yeah, a little bit, but if you're not really paying attention, you won't know the difference. I'm like, but I was like, if you're looking for it though, I like, I want you to just go watch like the first, however much it is, the first minute or whatever, just to see her mouth move slightly different than, <laughs> but it's clearly her voice going episode 23. Yeah. <laughs> the story there is I, when we recorded it, I knew I needed to, we needed to release the bonus episode, but I forgot, you know, in the numbering. And <clears throat> of course I just went 22 because that was the next one on the list. And then I realized, oh crap, we have one coming out sooner than that. So mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that was a great episode. I was really excited. We had the Texas State Climatology and weather and really smart guy. And Chris and I really geeked out. Oh, he was so smart. It just was, it was almost intimidating listening to him talk about it because he just, he knows everything and he's, and he, he's been doing it for decades. Mm-hmm. So he really knows his stuff. Did you say it was appointed by Bush or Rick yeah, Perry? Yeah, Bush. Yeah, Bush. Yes, yeah, so he's been since since W, you know, yeah. was governor here. Yeah, he's been he's here for a while. It's the first W. I will say uh, I was also glad the fact that when you asked him, you know, what his outlook kind of is, and he's just like, yeah, I think we can always fix things. Like it, it's yeah. it don't don't be down, don't be discouraged. Like it's it's going to be a constant fight. It's still going to be an uphill yeah. fight, but we can still quote-unquote win this thing and i'm just like sweet that's nice to hear because yeah. you don't hear that from a lot of people no and so. it's so nice because he knows he 
he's got he knows his stuff and he's got the facts all in front of him and if he says we've got a chance then that yeah. gives me hope i'm i'm i get eco anxiety so and my dad's like oh we're all wearing tinfoil suits anyway what's the point and i'm like oh dad <laughs> Tinfoil doesn't help you from anything like that. He's a sports man, honey. And technically, it's aluminum, but uh, <laughs> that just shows a generational gap. Um, my thing that I had on there was to work on my proton pack. Technically speaking, I have done a little work. Today, I was looking over the schematics and I found out which uh, pin I'm going, which analog pin I'm going to have to use to turn to a digital pin to get the voltage out that I need. Hope, well, I say that to at least get the signal out that I need to be able to activate the uh, vibrating motor that I'm putting in it. Um, I haven't started on coding. I haven't ripped it apart. <laughs> like I've barely, I've like literally scratched the surface on this. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess technically I could put a check mark on that, but. I got with with since the last time we talked on this show, um, a lot of stuff came out in the 3D printing community, and people were like, "Hey, there are 3D printable masks, and there are 3D printable face shields, and there are 3D printable." Uh, they're referred to them as ear savers, but they're they're basically a mask strap. Um, and I was just like, you know what? This is the closest hopefully I'll ever come to being in a wartime situation, and I'm going to throw my effort into this. So. I shut down my Etsy store, even though I still had people that didn't read the information, still contacted me. But I shut down my Etsy store, and I had a bunch of older filament that I really wasn't using for anything. And over the course of two weeks, I 3D printed um, about 160 face shields, 160 uh, other straps. And I I had to redesign a... a um, in the N95 quality mask several times to get it the way that I was finally happy with it. Uh, but yeah, I did a bunch of this work and my mom, uh, started, uh, she had a bunch of, uh, um, extra material and she produced 160 face mask, uh, between wow. her and another librarian friend that we have. And so we donated it to four separate hospitals and, uh, Thank you to Jennifer for, for giving me, you know, some contact information on that to, you know, get in touch with one of the local hospitals. But, yeah, all three of the local hospitals here, the biggest chains, essentially, uh, we made a pretty sizable donation. So I did put Epically Geeky on the back of the bands there just because why not? Yeah. Um, like, what thought, is this? And then they'll Google it. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, so that's – instead of working on – on like my proton pack or whatever, or, you know, redesigning something else or whatever. That's literally what I've been doing. And between, um, you know, trying to help keep the house going while Christy is homeschooling the kids and doing stuff for my job and literally babysitting like three, 3d printers constantly, like every two hours, scrape it off, get the next set going, uh, for at least 10 to 12 hours a day. Um, I'm shot, mm-hmm. and I came to realize it. What's funny is I came to realize it on a phone on a a, a, a video call on Saturday. So uh, that leads us into our main topic for uh, the. Hey, Muslims by the gentlemen. oh, by the way, way to go, Eugene, because you have been busting your butt, and and yeah. the stuff you're doing is like awesome and really going to help people. Yeah. So thank you for everything you did. Thank you. Um, and I I will pass that on. My brother did uh. Con- 
tribute to some of the face shields. I Unfortunately, to do the face shields, I have to use my big 3D printer. And so that was kind of the choke point for the most part. Uh, so I asked him to, you know, to contribute. And he, he helped out with, I think, like 20 of them or what else, you know. So um, luckily, I will say, talking to these local hospitals, all three of them have basically said, you know, we're we are OK right now. Mm-hmm. Um we're not we're not hurting as bad as we were because they've had other people donating, which is also really awesome. Yeah, um, yeah people <laughs> have stepped up so much during this effort, and it's it's really like warmed my heart to see people making masks and printing things just locally and nationally. It's like okay, this this is something good to come out of a crappy situation at least. Oh yeah, and and I, I'm hoping some stuff's going to come out of this specifically. Like I know the fabric masks that people are making are not in 95 quality. But they're still better than nothing. It's they're, better they're, than nothing. Well, well, yeah. well better, yeah. And yeah. they're they're washable, so you can reuse them. That is one of the nice things about that. And a lot of people have stepped up in the local community to do that. I know Lauren has donated quite a few of them, and she's actually started making them sell, which is also important because there are people who just simply cannot, they can't find them anywhere. And having mm-hmm. something to walk around Walmart is better than nothing. Yeah. Um, the face shields, on the other hand, I should have grabbed one before the show. The face shields, on the other hand. Some people in the medical community, in fact, the guy who does quality control at Scott and White uh, contacted my aunt who I went through for the donation and was like, these may actually be even better than the ones that we buy. Because the ones they buy, granted, the ones they buy have a, a, a sheet of foam on it that you know rest on their rest on their foreheads. The problem is, is you can't wash that. You cannot clean it. So those shields are almost yeah. non-reusable, whereas the ones that I have – if something tears or, you know, if that plastic tears, you just go buy another piece of transparency. You buy like a sheet, you know, a thing of a hundred of them. You mm-hmm. put three holes in or six holes in it and you plop it back on there. But even if it's still holding up, you can take it apart. You can completely sanitize that thing, put it back yeah. together and it's ready to go. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the medical community was really taken aback by, wow, like we can get medical grade stuff for super cheap in fact uh, i'm halfway expecting that guy from scott white to contact me about what printer were you using (laughs) so that uh, we don't have to buy any more of these and we'll just make them from here on out so yeah yeah um so yeah it's it's really interesting to see not only the making community step up and and help out with this situation but also the fact that you know we've shown that you don't have to have these you know, there are ways whenever there's a, a deficit in some cases, you know, in the uh, production, you know, in large production scale that people can step up and and really uh, and really help out. I, I'm the guy who uh, designed these face shields originally in uh, Europe has donated like he turned his entire factory over to it and has done like 10,000 of these shields. Wow. And because, uh, I mean, you know, Europe was really heavily hit mm-hmm. with the virus as well. Uh, and so they were doing everything they can to. To try to help out the doctors and everything. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that's what I've been working on, but it did lead to, like I was saying, our kind of our main topic for tonight, and that is staying motivated. Um, that being said, uh, I was literally sitting here Friday and I was having a video call. I'm sorry, Friday on Saturday, I was having a video call, uh, with some of the people from EGX, uh, which, uh, for those of y'all listening, uh, EGX is the epically geeky expo. It, 
was supposed to happen in May, but like all conventions has been pushed back or canceled in some cases. It's not going to be May. Yeah. That's never going to happen. And um, it's funny. I was literally sitting here taking notes as to stuff that I needed to kind of do. And I've been keeping up with the conversations that have been had. And when they called on me, they're like, what do you got for us, Eugene? And I just literally kind of like went, I don't have anything. I have nothing. nothing. And I'm, I'm sorry, but like, like I said, I've been, I've been trying to help Christy with, you know, with, with the boys. She does, she is definitely doing the majority of the homeschooling. Um, so, you know, I try to fill in, like do breakfast and clean up and lunch and clean up and, and, you know, keep the rest of the stuff house going and, and stuff like that. And then I've got stuff on my job and that keeps changing. It seems like every time I turn around, um, and then babysitting three printers <laughs> every two hours for, you know, days and days and days. I was just worn out and I had no motivation. And I just kind of told him, I was like, you know, here's a couple of ideas, but I really don't have anything. I'm, I'm literally about to take a break for about three days. And yesterday was technically the end of that, I guess kind of extends a little bit into today, but I haven't like today's the first day you can hear the 3d printer going. Now this is the first day in at least three or four days I've had the 3d printers going. Um, I haven't looked at anything. I've just been goofing off playing board games online, <laughs> which has been a hell of a lot of fun. I've noticed that in the last few But um I, yeah. I think you just turned on the, the, the printers tonight to show off to to the you know, so we could hear the humming. <laughs> well actually like what I'm three D printing what I'm three D printing tonight is actually I've got several people who've contacted me. Now that I'm kind of caught up on all the donation stuff, I'm like, all right, let me get back to my store and I've got people who are actually like, Hey, I'm willing to buy stuff because I guess they got their stimulus check and they're like Hey, I'll spend a hundred dollars on a matrix, which I'm like, that's cool. Helps my family. Are you trying to sell the the masks and stuff by the or the shields? You should put them on. Oh, you can't because they're they're someone else's they're someone design. else's thing. And honestly, those I wouldn't I, I wouldn't feel right selling. Um, so what I may end up doing though is I may contact the hospitals here in a week and say, hey, if y'all need more of those, I still have some more filament that's sitting around not doing anything, and I just I might do another donation. So. Yeah. Uh, but one of the hospitals that we did, we did help out. Um, see if I can get this right. My mother's best friend's niece has had really bad medical issues pretty much for all of her life. She's had multiple transplants and she's up in uh, Cincinnati, I think, or am I thinking the wrong place? Anyway, um, and the uh, transplant hospital up there was just was dying for anything. So we sent them a care package of what as well nice. stuff. So, right. uh, so like I said, there were the three local hospitals and then there was that one. But anyway, um, so yeah, I've just I've been shot and I just I have not had any motivation to do anything really. Well, you haven't uh, done a lot lately, Eugene. So you know you really need to step it up because. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm slacking, but on top of all that, you've been like keeping the podcast up and yeah. posting. Okay, but keeping the podcast up is is my is to help my <laughs> mental health. Like talking to y'all is It'll helping work. my mental health. So, but like editing it, posting it, well, writing yeah, all the things is still that's work. that is what it is. But, um, but yeah, I just I have not had any motivation to do anything and. I probably needed to break anyway, although in the back of my head, I keep thinking, you know, like Christy brought up, she's like, you know, do you realize that we have been, we've been out for six, six weeks? And I'm just like, wow, that's six weeks that I haven't gotten this done and this done and this done. And I'm just, and it starts to get depressing. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. what have I, I know I haven't been wasting my time. What have I been doing? And then I have to keep reminding myself, 
you were doing this, you were doing yeah. that. You didn't know about stuff. So you just kind of, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm trying not to beat myself up that I haven't gotten more things done. Um, but so, like I said, it's hard staying motivated. Okay. I have the same problem. I know it's crazy, right? I, I stress over things and can't stay you know, motivated. And no matter what I do, it's not enough. Uh-huh. So I've been talking about this a lot with my therapist because I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm at home all day. I feel like I'm, I, I mean, I'm still working eight hours a day, but I, I feel like I should be able to get more done because I don't have the commute time and I don't have the uh-huh. this, but I am exhausted. I am mentally, emotionally, and physically exhausted every day. And the more I've talked to like her and to my friends and just other people, they're like, you know, this is a, a traumatic experience. Your body's, your, your body and your mind are going through you're not going to have the same energy and you're not going to be able to do as much. Like you've got to give yourself some, some grace here. So I'm really working on that because mm-hmm. I have had so much trouble, like accepting that I, I'm not like, I still piles of shit everywhere. I still have my freaking Christmas tree up. Like I can't get away from it though. I'm in the house all the time. I'm around all the shit that I have to do. So it's even more stressful than when I can go to work and at least forget about it for eight hours. So that's and that's a big that's thing, a, and and I definitely want problem. y'all to comment on that as well. Working from home constantly. Now, granted, I think, I think if I were a stay home stay at home parent, and Chris, you're going to be able to hopefully chime in on this. Okay. I think as a stay at home parent, at least at this point, if ideally, Christy would be going to work, the kids would be going to school, I would be home, I could actually mm-hmm. get work done. But that is mm-hmm. not the case because. Mm-hmm. I'm working and it's like, oh, nope, it's noon. It's time mm-hmm. to drop whatever I'm doing. And because if, if, if I'm at work, okay, it's noon. I put away whatever I'm doing. I pull out my lunchbox. I eat my lunch. I watch some YouTube videos. I go back to work. I'm not worried about a bunch of stuff. I have to make lunch for myself, the kids, probably even Christy. Then I have to clean it up. And by that time, it's already an hour's gone. It breaks the flow of everything. I'm just like – and then like you said, Jen, it, it's also the fact that when I'm at work – I'm not necessarily thinking about, oh, shit, I got to get the laundry going or I've got to get something else going. But since I'm home, it is always registered in the back of my head. Right there looking at you. (laughs) Yes. And then I also have work, you know, pulling up the rest of the RAM. And it's just like I I feel like normally where I would have, you know, half of my RAM capacity to play and think and do stuff. It feels like I'm just I'm burning it at both ends. But do you think that this would be as difficult if you were here under different circumstances? Because like a lot of people work from home and it's not this stressful and it's not as difficult to feel like you're being productive. No, it definitely, it's definitely that, that as well, because on, on top of, like we said, you know, doing work, doing stuff at home, you also still have in the back of your head, okay, well, we've got to get groceries. Mm-hmm. Normally that's not a problem. You put everything on the yeah. list. Oh, you're out of this flavor yogurt and you substituted for the other one. Okay, who cares? That's not a big deal. It's not like, sorry, you can't order toilet paper because we still can barely keep it stocked. And it's just like, okay, so that's something I've got to think about. Do I? Something else that's eaten up my time is, mm-hmm. all right, well, I'm gonna dedicate Wednesday to getting dressed and putting all, all my protective equipment, and I'm gonna go scavenge for. Toilet paper and hamburger and whatever else. And that may mean going to two or three different places. And that takes hours. Yeah. Yeah, And you've always got that, like, 
emotional turmoil of what's happening in the world and who mm -hmm. is affecting and like how many people are getting sick and you're hearing all this negative news. So that's, that's draining as well. I think we're, mm. we're constantly like stressed about that. So we're on hyper alert and yeah. Yeah. It's just. So yeah. Chris, so, so what's your question? Well, <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, did you feel, I mean, granted we didn't have a, a pandemic going on the planet at the yeah. time, but, when the kids were gone and yeah. and you know Ray was at work, did yeah. you feel like you were able to get stuff done, or did it feel like it just constantly? So I have a bit of a skewed kind of perspective of this. I was a functioning depressed person for I've been for like the last five years. So for me, it's a lot of sitting on the couch hating myself <laughs> and it wasn't until last year when I started working with my sister-in-law that I actually had I had lost purpose in my life because the kids are old enough now that they don't need me you're getting to this point too with your kids Eugene they're eight I mean really you're just sort of making sure they stay alive because you don't <laughs> you're not you don't physically have to feed them you don't physically mm -hmm. have to dress them you don't have to physically take them to the toilet them everywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't have your time is not spent physically immersing yourself with this child so with the kids being older i mean they're 14 and 12 now over like when they first went to school and it was just me at home i was like yeah all right what's mom <laughs> gonna do today this is awesome and i loved it and it lasted about two or three years where i was just really in it but a lot of my friends were still at home too so i still had that bit of a community now it's everybody's working and I have held a lot of guilt for not going back to work but with it is easier for one of us to be at home who does all the home stuff and everything like that but at, at, in the same sense with the kids getting older I've sort of lost my purpose as to why I'm at home other than sort of keeping home stuff going and it wasn't until last year when I started working my sister-in-law that it started coming back and I actually started feeling a lot better and realize and, and not sitting at home all the time, because that's a lot. What I don't think people understand is when you're a stay at home parent, yeah, you're at home and that seems all great. You're at home and you never leave. Mm -hmm. Like you get to leave your job. You get to get it. You home is your, should be your respite. So you go to work, you do your thing, you put up with your work drama, but then you get to leave it there and come home when you're a stay at home parent it's just there all of the time and I mean, you can go for a walk and hang with your friends for a couple of hours but you're still at home 24 7 and it never 365 days a year so it never ends and it's mentally exhausting and when you are a, uh, a depressed person like me who is very prone to comparison comparing myself to other people things like that it can get really bad and when I was working with Rebecca, it brought me out of that and I had purpose. So I wasn't thinking about, you know, all the shit at home. I wasn't comparing my life. I wasn't doing all those toxic things that I was doing. Now she's back with a vengeance because I'm sitting here and I'm not doing anything. And when we move, I don't have a job. I don't mm -hmm. have anything to look forward to. So it's what I felt last year, right before I started working, I'm feeling now. So it's panic attacks it's crying it's the last six weeks have been shitty because i've just it's it, and it was sudden it was like a hit me like a freight train and i felt awful because i was like oh my god i should be 
doing better. I should rise to the occasion. And then here we go. And it just, I haven't been able to. So for me, functioning is, is hard on a day-to-day basis. So thankfully I have an amazing husband and two amazing children who are like, okay, recognize when mom's having a bad day and can kind of pick up the slack because they're old enough now that they can understand. Um, like they did today, which was amazing. Today was an amazing day for them. Yeah. But yeah, being being mentally ill and going through this is just, it fucking sucks. It does. It sucks. The last three days have been really, really shitty. I'm sorry, Chris, friend. Believe me, you're not the only one feeling this way. Oh, it's, I know I'm not the hard. only one. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Knowing that I'm not the only one, like this is widespread. But yeah, being a stay-at-home parent is, I, I think a lot of, people who were working parents who looked down on stay-at-home parents are now getting a mm-hmm. massive dose of what that's actually like. You're never leaving okay. the house. Guess oh, yeah. what? <laughs> stay-at-home parent, this is your work. This is your job. You're never leaving. And you got <laughs> homeschool. And you're not uh-huh. getting paid, by the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So that's been, it's just been hard. And with the kids' school, I don't really do much. I'm just sort of observing because – like, are you answering your questions? What do you got to do today? Uh, are all your links working? If they're not and you have a question, please email your teacher. Like, just trying to get them sort of managing that time for them. Because, I I mean, I don't need to sit there and help them read and help them spell and all that stuff. So it's been a mixed bag. So staying motivated to do anything, I have to – sometimes it's literally a voice in my head going, get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Get out of bed now. And it's literally me going, okay, set the phone down, throw the covers off, and get out of bed. So if I and if I get out of bed, make the bed, manage to get myself a, some sort of hot beverage in the morning, <laughs> like with the breakfast, that's that'll kick start it. But it's that voice in my head, literally going. Sometimes after like two hours of laying in bed, like get out of bed, yelling at me in my head. So it's been it's been rough. I've been trying to be good, but sleep's the hardest. Sleep is very, very hard to come by. So I've been probably self, I've been self-medicating, which is not a good thing, but melatonin has sort of been saving my life right now. Yeah. And self-medicating as in melatonin. Melatonin. Not- I don't drink. That's what I, I don't drink. Do. I don't do drugs. <laughs> I have a sock pile of melatonin that I will take at night. Yeah. Got and it. I've been doing that for the last week. I really been- think, this whole pandemic will change the way we as a society look at mental health and approach I it. Hope so. I yeah. hope so. I, I really hope, do. Yeah. I hope it, it makes more people take it more seriously and also erases the stigma yeah. that is associated with it a lot or just, you know, people will get help they need it or, or whatever, but yeah, we're, we're all going through something. I think more people are experiencing these emotions and it's going to be, it, it's only you know exacerbating what people may have already had underlying or whatever but yeah mm-hmm. it's it's been a tough few weeks for sure yeah, yeah it's been yeah like you eugene it's been six weeks of being at home and you know when you're a stay-at-home parent you're at home anyway but you have that freedom to sort of make your day up as you go you know like oh something came up house. i gotta go out and get this and you can leave the house and you can go visit mm-hmm. people and you can just set it all up and your time is your own 
now it's like my time is not my own. It has got taken away from me and I can't do anything. And now, now that we're moving to, we went to go see my aunt the other day. Yeah. And that was difficult. <laughs> it was hard because my, it, this is my favorite aunt and my initial instinct is to go and hug her mm-hmm. and I can't. So I'm just standing there looking at my aunt and we're looking at each other and it's just like, this is just weird and bizarre. And she's been having a rough go of it too. She's my cousin. Her oldest is severely disabled. So she's had a hard time with personal mm-hmm. support workers and how that's supposed to work out. And so, yeah. So the, the interesting thing with that was, I think it was actually helpful for you and for her to just stand there and talk because we were there for at least three, three hours, hours of that. And, <laughs> standing outside and it was, it was just cold it, it was, was cold. Really cold and those two were just talking <laughs> we were chatting. for three hours and you know it you know it's good for them so we <laughs> let, yep. our our plan for the day was shot, shot but that's fine <laughs> i mean it was it was a needed time so um i'm gonna jump in on that part where you're talking about the the uh kind of working from home and because i'm i do have to work from home um it is extremely difficult right now because, A, uh, this is something you actually brought up on the back channel there, Eugene. The internet is not built for what it's being used for right now. Nope, it is not. It is perfectly fine. Almost everybody in the universe can download high-quality Netflix at any given time. But anytime anyone needs to try to do a Skype call, we start getting <laughs> exactly what you're hearing on our thing. Now, granted, we're recording late enough that most people aren't doing it, so it's not that big a problem. But if you're doing it for a business, like people are constantly mm-hmm. getting, you know, stuttery or they're freezing completely or the hell they're just getting dropped from the call. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm hearing that from everybody. So, yeah. So we, I have, <clears throat> for my work, I'm able to log into a computer uh, from home. So I have a specific login that I go through and I do that. Um, the problem is, is, <sighs> Everybody else has to do that at our work. And we employ somewhere around 4,000 people. So our system gets drained pretty quick. Now, there are certain times of the day. uh, So at at 8.15 every morning, I'm to be on a phone call uh, to discuss my plan for the day with my boss. So I I get up and I do that. There were some times I would try and jump on the computer beforehand. There's no point because I can't log in. Like, it's just there's too many people. So there's that part of it. Uh, and then at three o'clock in the afternoon as well, there seems to be this influx of people that just, you know, need to log in to finish off the day and do their thing, uh, which is when I have my last call for the day. So I found a couple of sweet spots that I'm able to get some work done. But the other thing is, is that we share a computer with the kids who have to do their schoolwork. So we have one computer for the three people mm-hmm. that need to do the work. And then, you know, Chris wants to use the computer for other stuff, too, because... She's got stuff. I found a show that I like to watch. (laughs) (laughs) But there's nothing, you know, like, it's not fair that, you know, uh, only one person gets the computer the whole time. So um, so we've had to. That's interesting, time managing that. Time managing the the computer has been very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm, it's been, yeah, it's, there's been times where I'm like, Logan, like, sweetie, I need the computer. I know that you're almost on your project and you're really close your time's up right now and you're going to have to go back to it, which is hard to do because I know like when you are motivated and you are in it and you, you know, you got the juices going, you don't want to stop. And it's, it's kind of one of those hard things. Mm -hmm. The other thing I was going to say is um, 
back when Chris was working and the kids were going <laughs> to school and back when things was kind of normal, kind of normal. Sort of normal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was, I was working four tens, So I would be working Monday to Thursday. I would have every Friday off. And uh, what was amazing about that was the stuff that I could do around a house was incredible. I'd always get like, you enjoyed those days. It was great. Cause I'd be able to, go get stuff that I need. I'd, I'd be able to go do stuff around the house and I'd have that time where you can just be by yourself and do things. Mm -hmm. I'm an introvert as much as it might surprise some people that listen to this thing. Uh, a huggy introvert. I'm a very huggy introvert. Yeah. I am a very affectionate <laughs> person, but I am a very, I am an introvert. And, uh, and as much as I love my family and as much as I love the kids and as much as I love my wife, you just want to be alone. There's times where you want to be alone. Yeah. And so, yep. and so what we've learned is 620 square feet is not enough for four <laughs> people to be alone. This house has <laughs> felt so claustrophobic, especially the closer we get to moving to a bigger house that's more than twice the size of this, the more it's just like, yep. oh my fucking god, I need to get out of here. It's yeah. almost like it's almost like this virus is the house's version of just like trying to squeeze y'all super hard, be like, no, don't go, don't go, <laughs> and you're just like, you're just stressing yeah. the point. Let me alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but to to kind of turn this around and back into what the whole conversation of the show is actually supposed to be is what the what motivates you. Uh, I gotta say uh, two things. Uh, one is when I pulled out the guitar and next thing you know, Logan's inspired enough to pull out the piano and do that kind of stuff. Watching the kids get inspired by doing those things makes me want to do it more often. Uh, the other thing today was uh, when Chris was having a hard day and, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to do with that. The kids recognize that. And they come out to me and they're like, listen, we're going to do something special for mom. Uh, we're going to clean up the house. We're going to make sure the dishes are all put away. And then when you guys come in, we've we've set some clothes. They're nice clothes. Set them aside for you. Can you guys get dressed into those? We're giving you guys a date night. We're going to make dinner for you. And Aww. Aww. And it was uh, it was really touching. Moment. It was it was pretty cool. Um, so kind of felt like we did something right there. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. They made you vegan cinnamon rolls. <laughs> well logan see <laughs> logan she's she's got my cooking and baking or her stress release so we've been well fed this last six weeks oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> nobody's coming out of this any thinner and she uh watching her gets me motivated i it's because my mom was the exact opposite get out of the kitchen leave me alone i'll tell you when it's done so she was very much the opposite it just magically appeared so now it's nice that she wants to do it. And so it's kind of, I'm kind of teaching her, but also standing back and letting her do it. So she, her and Quinny made hash browns for us, uh, our egg of choice. Yes. And uh, bread of choice. Bread of choice. And then she got it. We have these uh, antique teacups from your grandma. Yes. Yes. So I had Dr. Pepper with an ice cube in this tea. Oh, that's nice. so cute. Get refilled. And then Logan wanted to make dessert, and so I pulled out one of my cookbooks and said, how about cinnamon rolls, because everybody in the house likes cinnamon rolls. And so it's her first time making them, and they yeah. turned out really well. But she enjoys yeah. doing that stuff. So watching her do it is motivating. To, it, it makes me happy to watch her do yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, the kids are big motivators. 
Well, for me, especially yeah. with the the art and the music. Yeah. Um, it's it's because I know that Logan really enjoys her art to kind of get out her her frustrations. That's her stress of, relief. Too. Her stress relief. So I haven't got my art going right now, and it's been because it's, all, it's the, all at the new place. It's all at the new place. But I can't wait because <laughs> I'm gonna start goofing around with that again, and yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, to kind of pile in on that. So one of the things I did the other day was um, I was like, hey, why don't we play something or do something, guys? You know, since I'm taking some days off and not really doing anything. And they're like, would you play Minecraft with this? And I'm like, yeah, okay, it's been a while since I played Minecraft, but I'll play Minecraft with y'all. And they were super excited because it was them and their cousin. I said, like, the one stipulation is, is we have to do survival mode. I'm like, because I want to, I want to do that so that you know there's you know some stuff going on. So. I'm trying, I'm doing my best mining and stuff, and I've like dug a fairly deep mine or whatever, and I, I'm, I'm hearing them talking, and they're like, oh, I have a dog now, and now I've got a cat, and I'm decorating this, and I'm just like, what? Like, they're, the level of stuff they're doing is well advanced anything that I've ever done. I'll be honest. Like, I was like, I, I really didn't know you. I mean, I knew you could train a dog, but I've never done it. Or a wolf, <laughs> you train into a dog, and I'm like, okay. And they're doing all this stuff. On the other hand, though, um, I'm like, man, I've got to find some more ore. I've got to find, oh, yes, I found ore. And they're like, what are you doing, Dad? And I'm putting the ore into the oven, and then I'm getting ingots, and then I'm taking the ingots, and I'm actually making the weapons. Which, you know, when you're in, in creative mode, you just say, oh, I need a gold axe, whatever. Yeah. And so they were just like, I didn't know you could do that. And I'm like, how did y'all skip all the basic stuff and went straight yeah. to the advanced stuff? And I'm stuck in the basic stuff. And <laughs> but it was it, it was a yeah. lot of fun because I was showing them stuff and they were showing me stuff. And, you know, they had a blast playing Minecraft with Daddy because, you know, that's always the novel thing to play with the with the oldest kids. So um, never played it. But yeah. um, I mean, that that kind of motivated me a little bit. But like, for example, so this this is kind of odd. Um, I, I have one in the spirit of, of Halloween ghost traps that I modded and I added smoke and lights to it. And it, I've, it, you know, I've got it looking exactly how I want it. It looks great. I'm happy with it. Done. And all of a sudden they released the exact same thing at Walmart now for $20. And this one actually has a foot pedal, whereas the other one just had a button on it. Now, the reason why that makes a big difference is if you know about Ghostbusters, that's how you open and close the trap is from the foot pedal. And I just, the spark just immediately hit me. I'm just like, I need to get one of these things because now I can make a essentially functioning ghost trap on the cheap. Like the one that I have now is great because I can sit there, I can push the button, I can get the lights in it. But to be actually able to roll the thing out and hit it with my foot, I'm just like, and for 20 (laughs) bucks plus whatever. And so even though, you know, I'm thinking I need to work on my proton pack, but I'm kind of wanting to push that just a little bit just so I can maybe show off at this one meeting. I'm motivated by that because I know what I need to do on that thing. And I, I generally have an idea of doing it. I'm to the point right now in that project where I'm like, okay, I kind of have all the creative stuff done. Now I've just got to do it. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, Oh, a lot of this, I'm just, I'm going to be redoing work I've already done, which I always hate doing, but you know, the ghost trap is most of it would be done, but there's still a little bit there that I'm like, well, how is this plugged in? Can I extend this cable? If I can, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And so seeing something and trying to figure it out motivates me. 
and I've, I've figured it out. It's the creative trying to figure out how it works and everything. That's motivating to me. Mm-hmm. Doing the work a lot of times for the first time is also motivating to me, but not redoing it, which is why I do repair work around the house, but I'm not really ecstatic about doing it. Yeah. So, because it's like, yay, I get to fix the dryer again. Um, and then I get to fix my friend Jen's dryer. Yeah. Not really broken. Yay. But it, oh, it worked out. That's all that matters. Um, <laughs> But yeah, for me, for me, finding something creative to do, a creative problem to figure out, uh, tends to motivate me to 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 stay energized and get stuff done. It's when you get down into the nitty gritty of executing it, or especially if you have to redo it. And I know that's a big thing. You know, I'm not afraid to fail, but I do take every try to take every step I can to make sure I don't. Just because I'm not afraid of the failure, I'm a I'm not happy with the fact I've got to redo it again. Yeah. So that's a, that's a downer for me, but yeah, the finding something new and interesting like that kind of, kind of motivates me. So, um, what's something that kind of motivates you, Jen? Um, let's say nature, being Mm. in nature, being outside just recharges me, gives me, you know, that extra boost, especially lately, like I couldn't do this if I didn't have a garden and a yard and, you know, a neighborhood to walk in or whatever. Like it's, it's been really, um, it's been really tough. And I've, you know, I've tried doing, I made a post about this on Facebook. I've tried the meditation thing. It doesn't work for me. I can't I've meditate. Ex- yeah. I've oh, accepted that. Meditate me. Yeah, it's just not, I'm not made for it. And I know people say it's a muscle, you got to practice it. But um, it's it's one of those things. And this is, again, something I was talking over with my therapist. And she was saying, you know, you might just be one of those people who needs adrenaline and who needs to be like constantly um, stimulated, for lack of a better word. Like getting out in nature is more meditative to me and like hiking and, and being active than just sitting down in a, in a room full of things that, you know, full of projects that I need to do. Uh-huh. Um, and then I can never concentrate or, or find a Zen place. But like, if I go outside, I could just stare at a tree for 10 minutes and get lost in it. Or, you know, I can just be digging around the garden. The next thing I know, three hours is gone. And I'm just like, wow, I feel so, so relaxed. It's so, so I would say being outside, you know, really inspires me or it motivates me. And it also kind of reminds me like what I'm fighting for, you know, when I'm out there trying to save, seeing it in action and nurturing it and trying to make my own little corner of the world, the best possible habitat it can be. So it's things that I'm learning. <laughs> well, see, it, so that's a good, so you, you saying that, you know, going outside and, and, and seeing nature and it, it, you know, it reminds you what you're fighting for. Um, that's one of the reasons I'm having a hard time staying motivated for a lot of the projects that I'm working on because I've also lost that motivation. I don't have that mm-hmm. definitive hard date of, oh, guess what? In three weeks, you've got a convention to go to yeah. so that you can dress up as a Ghostbuster and show off and and make kids happy and make adults happy and, and take pic. I don't have any of that for the foreseeable future. And so it's one of those things that's like, yeah, I really want to get my proton pack done. For me? Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. – I also find that motivates me as well. Like, you know, having, having a, and you know, it's funny. Some people are definitely, you know, this is definitely not a hard set rule for some people. Some people having a deadline just like will destroy your motivation. Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, I found, I found myself and, uh, Adam, um, 
um, oh, what is his name? Uh, Mythbusters. Savage. Adam Savage specifically said that. He was like, I had projects in my workshop for years that will probably never got done until I finally said, nope, I'm wearing this at Comic-Con next year. And so <laughs> I now I have a definite date. You've got three months to get this thing done. Mm-hmm. And so it motivated That's him to me. do it. So I've, I've found having a hard set date on some things um, can be disruptive, can be destructive to me as well, depending on if it's, you know, something that I've just overshot on. But, um, you know, I, not having some of those definitive dates is, is hard. So it's, it's hard trying to get myself motivated to do it as well. I'm trying to keep thinking, okay, I need to get this thing done because I may be, be going back to work in some capacity. And then I won't have that time. And then I'm going to look back and be like, oh, wow, you just ruined, you just spent eight weeks not doing anything uh, because that's how my brain works. Um, yep. I think that's a lot of people's, it's the whole, whole society set up. Like the more busy you are, the, that equates to more success you are, how much yeah. better of a person you are. And if you're not optimizing your time constantly, there's something wrong with you mm-hmm. and you're not as good. So that's where I struggle is like, I have a hard time finding mo- I'm a queen at procrastination, just an epic queen. And I will find any reason not to do something. And it's hard because it's, it feels like, well, then I'm not, I have all this time. I'm at home. I should be cooking everything from scratch and I should have meal plans out the ass and my house should be immaculate and I should have a garden envy of a magazine. Like I should be doing all these things because I have all this time at home. And it's just like, yeah, I watched about eight episodes of friends and I got in my pajamas at like three o'clock and I went for a walk and like, it's there's those days started the office again, started the office again for the 13th (laughs) time. Like it's just things like that. So those it's hard to accept that those days are just as good as the uber productive days. It's really hard to not be like, okay, well that was a shitty day where I did nothing. And then this day where I got everything done was so far better. Mm hmm. But both wound up making me feel the same at the end of the day. Yeah. 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 I have severe guilt over no matter what I do. It's, you yeah. know, if I do a ton, like you said, it's, it's great, but there's still more to do. And then when yeah. I don't do enough, I didn't do anything. I'm, I'm yeah. lazy. I'm whatever. But it's like, I need to recharge. I need to let myself recharge sometimes. Yeah. Let myself sleep until noon or whatever stupid time my yeah. body yeah. says it needs to sleep. But I'm constantly like waking myself up because I'm like, I got to get up, you know, and then I don't want to get up <laughs> yep yeah sucks yeah i really like yeah. this humans <laughs> humans are just i think i think part of the reason is and and this is something that's that this is really this whole thing is trying to put it i don't know if it's putting it in perspective for me or not i don't know it's a good reminder once in a while um it's a journey and and we got to remember to enjoy the journey because once you get to the end of something you're just constantly looking for the next thing and i think that's what i learned from the house project right like we thought this was gonna be our forever home yes we did and uh we were going through it and now it's done and we're like okay well what's next so that's uh, i like the deadline uh, of Mm -hmm. something and i do like that end of it um but what i where i'm going with the guitar is it's the process of learning something new and it's the process of going through that. And I'm really trying to focus on enjoying hearing the, the progress that I'm making, watching the kids go through the progress that they're making. And Logan was getting frustrated with a certain part of the Bohemian Rhapsody. 
And then she kind of, you know, was working through it. I'm like, kiddo, that's what you got to do. You just got to, it's a process. You got to remember that the journey is what you're going for. That's what life is. is, uh, And that was kind of a, uh, that's what I'm trying to take away from this whole thing. So that's a good point. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point because I'm not good at enjoying the journey. And I am, uh, you know, I look at, things around like the garden and the house when I have a new project come up or a new task that needs to be done it's automatically an instant stressor for me it's another thing on the list it's a huge you know just like oh I've got to go do this now and I've got all these other things to do rather than looking at it as no that just means like there's more that's more time I can spend out there and that's it's a constant improvement like you said and like retraining my brain to think that way is really difficult because I am the kind that just looks at it as, you know, rather than it being relaxing Because I have another friend who's always in her garden and she's like, this is the most zen place for me. And it's so relaxing. And I'm like, but there's always things to do and plant and pull and, you know, move. And she's (laughs) like, yeah, but it's like, great. It's a, it's a never ending project. I'm like, it makes me crazy. (laughs) Never ending project to you sounds exactly the way it seems to me. What do you mean never ending? Where? What? No, there has to be a done date. Yeah. Like I have to put behind, this behind me at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I am trying to look at things that way, right? Like this is a journey. I need to enjoy the experience, even if the hose breaks three times and you have to put a new clamp on it and it still doesn't work, and you know, like things like that, stupid things that happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask y'all. Um. So, do you find? Do you have anything that you? a go-to that you're like, okay, I need to get this done. Or I really want, I really need to work on this. I need something to just kind of, you know, give me a, give me a little kick. Um, you said, Chris, you know, getting something hot in the morning helps. Oh uh, yeah. That helps. And I, you know what? I have definitely resorted to that from time to time. I, you know, late afternoon, I'm just like, you know what? I need a soda. I need something that has just a little bit of a kick just to kind of keep me going. Um, and I've, I found that helps. Um, so besides food, is there anything else? Uh, is there any particular music maybe you go to that you're just like, all right, I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to get pumped and I'm going to get that shit done. <laughs> uh, well, for you, it's knowing you can listen to your podcast without anybody rolling their eyes and groaning. Yeah. I've got a couple of hockey podcasts. They're, they're, <laughs> They're still on, even though there's no hockey. Uh, they're talking about Tiger King. They're talking about uh, Too Hot to Handle. But, you know, it's it's entertaining. Right. <laughs> Yell a lot. It's hard to listen to sometimes. Yeah. I enjoy it. Um, I, I don't I, – I know that I enjoy coffee, uh, especially in the morning, just to get going. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think motivates me the most, though, like if I'm, if I'm really struggling to get a project done – so okay, the night before I like I'll set the day. Okay, tomorrow I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. The night before I make a list, and if I can start checking something off the first that first bit of the list, okay, this I do the first thing, yeah, the second thing, and then and then that's what motivates me to get the whole thing done. Um, that's how we've had to do because we were getting a little overwhelmed with uh the move. And, yeah, it's um, not a regular kind of move. No, we've had to do this in in a very different order than we, we normally We're would have. We're very creative with this, which is interesting. So one of the things up here is that uh, the dump is all closed the dumps are closed to the to public. The public. We, we we have no access uh, 
so we can take our uh, so the garbage side pickup is still available. But for anything that doesn't go into the garbage normally, like say a crap ton of wood or a chair that doesn't work anymore, you can't just toss it out. So uh, I called the dump and I asked them what they were, you know, what they would recommend. And um, they said, that, well, there's a guy that does pickup. And so I called him and he was going to be expensive and it was going to be a while for him to, to get all of this stuff. So then I called the company and I looked it up um, and there was a, a garbage bin that they for like waste, like uh, renovations and stuff like that. And so they dropped off a bin and it's full, ready to go. And that way we could get. So we had to be a little bit unique, but it's the deadline that has helped. Definitely. Yes, because on the 7th. <laughs> This place is no longer ours. Yes, like, so we we can't be here anymore. Legally, <laughs> legally we can't be here anymore. <laughs> a very hard fat day, like that's yeah. it. Like there's no finessing this. So one of the changes, especially in me, this particular time around, I'm I'm a very good procrastinator. I'm somebody yeah, that uh, I can I can just kill a so day like nothing else. Oh, sometimes. it is fantastic. <laughs> the shit we come up with. Oh, to oh, not do it, something. It's yeah, amazing. We're pretty good about that. Um, that being said, this time round, it was me kind of poking. You were. You were. Chris was like, okay, you know, yeah. maybe we should start taking the pictures off the wall. Yeah. Maybe we should start doing this and, and that and the other. And she's like, no, we're going to wait. I'm like, yeah, well, but this is. Your pictures really... are down. Yeah. They're all oh, down. Yeah, they're all, all down. Um, like this is a totally different move than what we're used to so we need to start figuring some shit out now because there's going to be bumps in the road that if we wait for the last week which is what we normally would have done yeah we because would have it would have been, been a regular screwed. move yeah so we couldn't do things regular way yeah so i'm very thankful that we got ahead of it and, yes. and really started working on it well before we normally would have yeah so which would have been the week of you were the week correct. of oh yeah. absolutely we would have started packing <laughs> May 1st. Yep. May 1st. May 1st. Oh, it's May. Okay, now we now can, we can start pack. thinking about packing stuff. Because normally, like, I'm not, I remember before we were going to England, one of my coworkers, every time I saw her for, like, a whole month before, she's like, have you started packing it? Have you started packing it? I'm like, who packs three weeks before a trip? Who does that? That's crazy. Said, no, I'm packing. <laughs> Eugene does. <laughs> I do not think <laughs> So I was like, I no, just I'm... know everything I'm going to pack like already because yeah. it's a very simple equation for me. Six days, seven pairs of underwear, seven pairs of socks, this many clothes. That... Done. It's a very simple equation. I tried to pack that early. It never happened. Yeah. I never pack that early. I usually am the day before, depending on when we leave or the day of, because for me, just I think better that way. And so that's what I did. So with this, it was every other move we've done. We've only ever done it like the week of because it didn't make sense to pack everything up that early on because it was a normal move and it was different. We had a lot of help this time. It's the four of us and a U-Haul truck. Nice. That's it. (laughs) So it's definitely, but yeah, you have been the leader of this whole, usually it's, well, my, my list has been, uh, but the uh, list making is, the list making has been huge. You'll bang it out in a whole day. Like the whole day, what took you one day to cancel all the services here and set up all the services at the new house and confirm that everything was already there One day that was, was done that was done and then uh that was last week that was last week that we did, we did that, that. Yeah, <laughs> um it's been it, you know what's been killing me uh i can't change our address on the driver's license yet uh 
I want to do it so bad, but they're like, no, 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 wait six days before you. I'm like, no, I know what my address is going to be. It's going to take at least three weeks for you to get sent it to me. Exactly. Send it to me now. <laughs> so yeah. I might yeah. next week. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but yeah, I I I can only imagine. Uh yeah. Oof. Uh, this deadline right is, now. Yeah. This it's been it's been it's been. That's it's all. Been, it's have. it's been a unique experience and I I'm I am thankful for it because it's oh, I know you're oh, you're still in the middle of it. I am thankful <laughs> for it because forcing oh, you to It's been a different move for me it's been a different motivation for me i've um i've had to get up and do things a lot differently yeah uh kind of gives me a glimpse into what retirement might be for me someday where it's like okay i don't have a job to go to so how do i get up in the morning and it's not a weekend where i'm waking up at like 10 or whatever i actually want to do stuff today so you know let's set the alarm and let's actually get up and do something more than just whatever we want that day let's set a plan so see i'm yeah. so looking forward to retirement oh don't get me wrong i'm looking yeah. forward to retirement not that i'm looking forward to having because i love my boys and of course i keep making the joke when you're 18 you're out uh but you know the fact that <laughs> i'd be able yeah. to get up and be like what do i want to work on today i'm gonna i'm gonna build another proton pack cool instead of having to be like all right well i gotta get dressed and i gotta do this and i gotta drive to work and sit there. yeah like i'm you know i'm i'm ready um <laughs> but yeah like i'm like i said a shot of ca- caffeine tends to help me or whatever but i've noticed like a lot i'm like you i love being able to have long stretches of time to be able to put my headphones on and not talk to anyone and just listen mm-hmm. to a podcast or a book or something but i have found occasionally i'm just like you know what i need to listen to some music just you know something that's got a beat to it so that it kind of gives me a little bit more you know motivation to keep going so because sometimes it's just like yeah i've listened to this book and i enjoy this book it's a good book it's a funny book but i need something to kind of keep me going like i need something to kind of rile me up a little bit but um yeah i mean staying motivated is you know we had planned this a couple months ago before all this shit hit the fan and so it was like oh this i think this is a really good idea to talk about and then of course last (laughs) month it was like Nope, we're going to talk about other stuff. And this month, I'm like, nope, we need to talk about me staying motivated because I can't do it. Yeah. 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 And I want to know if y'all can, and if you can't, I at least feel better that no one can. So, yeah. If anything, for me, getting motivated just to make my – making my bed starts my day. Mm-hmm. Like if I, I need to make it before I feel like I'm good to go. Like I can't – and if every time – it. It literally making the bed happens for me like in the first half hour of getting up. I just have to. I have to make it. So this doesn't feel like you can just crawl back in. No, it. I can never no. make my bed. I, I have been drilled into me. Do it. Yeah, we we make our bed it's every day, but uh, one more thing to I've, do in the morning. I've heard a lot I of like people. The bed. I've heard a lot of people say this about working from home, particularly. Uh, get up and change clothes. It yes. doesn't matter necessarily what you're wearing, yeah. but get out of pajamas. And I've noticed the days that I I just like, no, well, it's fine. You know, just I'll wear this or whatever. It'd be fine. I've noticed I don't yeah. get as much stuff done if I don't throw on, even if it's just shorts and a T-shirt, whatever. Just like as long as I'm changing into something that I, w- I would find acceptable going to Walmart in, <laughs> at least I'm like, nope, I, I feel better about the day already. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Those are loose and fast rules. Right. Okay, no, those are those are hard Your rules standards for are higher than most, me. probably. 
You're oh, yeah. absolutely right. I have higher standards than a lot of other people. I'll be honest. So, but yeah. uh, getting getting dressed, getting changed. I know, especially being a stay at home mom, like if it's all, it's very easy to stay in your pajamas all day long because who's gonna fucking see you, nobody. But it starts playing on your head, and it's it's like it starts to physically drain you to be in the same clothes all day, like from the time you get up and you never change. So even if I'm literally changing from pajama pants to jogging pants. That's amazing. It feels yep. it's fresh. It's fresh clothes. I haven't yep. slept in. They feel different. So yeah, getting getting changed into whatever. And if like Logan's put on a full full face of makeup several times since she's been home, mm-hmm. just because she gets, she's like, you know, just put some makeup on, and she gets bored, so she'll put a full face on. She's not going anywhere. She's not seeing anybody, but it makes her feel better. I I can understand that because you know it's it's like we talked about earlier. It's literally even though you're not necessarily making it a drastic change, you're still shifting gears in your brain. I'm shifting from, it was bedtime, ready at bed. home, I'm going to work, still at home, but I'm going to work now. At least I've got that. And I yeah. think if I did that more, it might help with the separation, going back to what you said, Jen, of constantly having all the stuff at home I need to get done and all the stuff I've got to get done at work. If I can, I need to just start putting on clothes and be like, nope, it's work time. Try to shut this down and just... Because mm-hmm. otherwise it gets overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, does anyone have anything else they want to add to the conversation? Or should we go ahead and move on to our uh, goals for next month? Goals for next month. <laughs> what are they? All right. Let's let's go ahead and move on to that. So I have a feeling I haven't I, I have a feeling I know what Ray and Chris's goal for next uh, <laughs> month is going to be. Yeah, ours is so easy. <laughs> Moving. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think y'all definitely get a pass. I don't think y'all have to necessarily come up with anything creative you're going to try to get done before then. I think trying to move into a new house is uh, probably creative, and this is going to get, so. Yeah. That's going to be the biggest yeah. uh, thing for the next couple weeks here is uh, because. We've got two weeks. Yeah, we've got two weeks. Two and. Weeks. And then, so it'll be packing up and unpacking, and uh, my creativity will be in my Tetris abilities to pack everything into the U-Haul. Yes. Nice. Although I will say, I will like to have at least picked out a paint color for Logan's bedroom. Yeah, that'll be nice. Oh, there you go. Her room does have to be painted. It's two different colors right now, and we've got to get it down to one color. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One time. When we do move in, we'll make sure we call you guys and do a video uh, yeah. tour of the area. And yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely, that's gonna be awesome. Uh, Jen, do you have a creative idea or plan for something you'd like to get done for next month? Okay, so I was looking at my uh, my list here. Uh, it's about three pages long, and and there's a lot of stuff crossed out, but I keep huh. adding to it. So <laughs> I'm like, well, all this shit is like. Uh, cleaning or organizing or nothing creative really but there is one thing on there that i have been trying to get to i for some fucking reason thought it would be a good idea to order a cheese making kit in the middle of all this (laughs) it's awesome that's awesome oh my god you have got to document this actually two but um mostly because i was trying to support a local business and it's a a beer, uh, like a brewery supply store, uh-huh. and yeah. I want them to do well because they moved to our downtown, and, and I want them to actually open the brewery that they're planning on opening some point. Anyways, I don't drink, so 
It's like, okay, well, they sell cheese making kits. So I bought a couple. One's for like cheddars and one's for mozzarellas and soft cheeses. So I got like the gallon of milk that I need because you need whole milk and it's been in the fridge. It's almost expired. I'm like, all right, well, I better do this. So by the next show, I have to have made a freaking batch of cheese. Each box makes 30 batches, by the way. And you can like, freeze cheese, though. Yeah. Well, I will buy cheese from you. OK, so just. OK, well, here's the thing. So I'm reading through this, right? Each batch of cheese takes an entire gallon of whole milk, which is about, what, $4 US dollars or something? Yeah, about something like that, yeah. Four to five. Um, they prefer unpasteurized or, you know, not ultra pasteurized, but you can't find that right now. Anyways, so I bought the milk, bought this kit. It ends up being like, I don't know, like two bucks, you know, if you break it down per serving or a dollar. By the time you price it out, it is cheaper to buy the damn cheese from the oh, store. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Than to make it. And normally that's the opposite. So I'm like, what have I done? I'm <laughs> stuck. <laughs> 30 batches of cheese from each of these kids. So we'll see how it goes. And, you know, reading the directions, they make it sound so easy and fun, but then there's just, like, so many steps. Uh -huh. So much you have to, like, you know, keep track of. So, yeah, I'll have to figure out how to document that because, oh, my God. I might have a breakdown <laughs> or some stupid cheese. So, yeah, if, if I have extra, I'll, I'll let you know, Eugene, because um, uh, absolutely. hopefully it doesn't taste awful. But Well, um, yes, cheese. that's the stipulation. I don't know if I want to buy cheese that tastes horrible. <laughs> that's fair. That's, a, but that's fair. I need to watch this, so can we, like, video this somehow? <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, I'll I'd... let you know. Most of the stuff like this that I do, I chronicle it on Snapchat and like just oh, take pictures, but nobody oh, does Snapchat. Y'all or y'all don't do Snapchat, so. No, Instagram it. Instagram it, baby. I don't understand TikTok. No, no, you Instagram can Instagram it. it. Instagram TV. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have to figure out how to do that. Instagram Live, I could do, or Instagram Stories. I don't know. Anyways, just when whenever whenever you start, even if it's just us chatting on this, I I would really like to be a part of that. I think that would be. You awesome. just want to laugh at me. No, <laughs> oh, no. we're here to encourage. No, we will motivate. We will encourage and help yeah. and right. and mute when I start laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may not, but I will definitely be encouraging. I promise. Thanks, so. guys. Appreciate it. Uh, I get. Hold on, I gotta make sure I write this down because I will forget that. Let's see, make cheese okay we um, all forget that i'm sure <laughs> oh I'm, yeah um so okay so my project is i am definitely going to get that damn thing done i'm definitely gonna get my proton pack done because if i do get a manage to get a hold of one of these ghost traps i need to get that done before i get that done so i'm just like okay um and then I may have some other projects, but I'm just, I'm going to hold it to that. I still, I'm looking right at Baby Yoda and he's looking directly at me. Still all gray. Still creepy he's as still, fuck. He's still all gray. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't have any interest really to get out the airbrush, but who knows? One of the things that like literally either tomorrow, depending on how the rain goes, tomorrow or Friday, I'm going to get out and get a bunch of work done in the yard because it's been it's been needing it. And we yes, haven't had bulk really... pickup. And now we're going to have bulk pickup, although apparently they were still doing like tree branches and stuff. I didn't know about that. Uh, but yeah, Making I think your compost. So uh, <laughs> if you if you want it, we'll, we'll I'm gonna try to figure it out. So <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm 
proton pack is is that I've got to get that done. I've got to get that done. So, because it will it will be a huge thing off of my list that I can get knocked out, and then I can feel better about other things. So, but yeah. we 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 hopefully we will see. So, um, with that said, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would please give us a five star rating on iTunes, Google uh Google Music, Stitcher, wherever you listen to the show. Um, you can also check out our other shows: the Epically Geeky Show, Marginally Geeky, Sustainably Geeky, and Procrastinators. Uh, most of them we've actually talked about what's going on during this time. So, you know, if you, you know, you're going through it as well, give them a listen. You know, we talk about the things that we're watching, the things that we're reading, um, you know, just, uh, well, and then of course, you know, the, there is hope for the planet, hopefully. So, uh, and you know, having everyone at home is actually helping with that. So, um, but yeah, just definitely check out our other shows. It would be, it'd be awesome. Then of course you can always find us at Epically Geeky on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and of course at epicallygeeky.com. Where can we find you on the internet, Jennifer? Um, here on all the shows you just mentioned, except for procrastinators. Um, and uh, on Sustainably Geeky, we've had two episodes come out, like we talked about earlier, um, the bonus episode where we talk about, uh, well, it's just me, my visit to Living Lands and Waters Alternative Spring Break in early March before everything shut down around the world. Um, and then uh, the last one was the one released this week, which was our interview with Dr. John Nielsen Gammon, uh, the Texas State Climatologist. So pretty cool. And on um, the social media, you can find me Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Het's Gonna Be Me. <laughs> Ray, where can we find you online? Uh, all the shows you mentioned, except for Sustainably Geeky, because I don't jump on there too often. I think I've only been Just on one episode. Cars. Just the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, spoiler alert, we're looking at an EV eventually. So. Yeah. Yay! Uh, nice. And then uh, on Instagram, you can find me, The Reluctant Yeti. Uh, I do have a uh, an Etsy shop, um, which is... There's only one thing posted right now. I've pulled everything else. Uh, I had somebody contact me about one of my skateboards. Uh, so I've kind of left that one up just in case they do order it. Um, but uh, with the move coming up, I'm going to kind of probably close that down, which I will talk to you, Eugene, about maybe telling me how to do that if it's more complicated than what I've done. Uh, <laughs> and then hopefully I'll have a lot more to add to it when we move. So good deal. Excited about that. Chris, where can we find you online? on everything that you mentioned except for procrastinators it's such a fun show i don't when's the last one you did when did that go uh, uh, last month last month oh did yeah. you do one yeah yeah, yeah we did. actually did one believe it or not and actually we're technically supposed to do another one this weekend but i haven't talked to anyone and i haven't played the game yet so i don't think that's gonna happen Procrastinators. We uh, are pros. Yes. Been up to that name. <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah, we interrupted. Sorry. That's okay. Really <laughs> yeah, you find me there uh, and on Instagram at the Burrow Life. Very nice. And as always, you can find me at Optimus Jane on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night.
has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 